practice is find your purpose. Um, so for me, um, although I worked for the company for 21 years, is I'd say up until about four years ago, did I actually find out what is my purpose? And what I mean by that, it is what are my interests and understanding what I enjoy the most and why I enjoy it, and then putting it into place, um, finding a job or a role that really brings that together. Welcome to Raised Typical. Uh, it is our second season, season. right? Yes, so, sir. Uh, we did a couple episodes. I think we did six yeah. for season one. Mm -hmm. We kind of started a little late in the year, so it was a short first season, but you know, it was a, a soft opening. Welcome you know? to our new studio. Yeah, here's our new studio. We still got some, some stuff in the works, yeah. um, but it's the, the starting process now, so we're, we're pretty excited about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so today we have an awesome guest. Ben, you can do an intro for I us. I would love to do the intro. Did you know, Dan, that Brian Werner is the director in talent and culture for the Giant Company? Okay. And he, he actually started as a store manager okay. first and started in 2000. Then he went to assist, he started as assistant store manager. Okay. Then started as store manager. And then he worked at, and now he, he went, he was vice president of talent culture for the Giant Company. Which is really cool. Yeah, that's amazing. And then he actually went to college, which is really interesting. He went to Penn Penn College, mm -hmm. and then he also went to um, he went to Messiah College, mm -hmm. and he went to Elizabethtown, and he got his master's degree at Messiah College. Yeah, yeah. Which is really cool. I really, and then he actually is the is on the board for Dairy Bread, the Dairy Bread. Yeah. And he's also um, lives in Mechanicsburg with his family. I love it. I love it. Um, yeah. So Brian, thank you for being here. Yeah. It's great to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course, of course. We are very excited. Uh, ben, of course, uh, has met you through working at Giant, um, but I know that he has been very excited to have you on the show, um, and I'm excited to talk to you a little bit more about, about what your, your position is and, and what that looks like. Um, I'm interested. we got mm -hmm. some good questions, I think. So Sounds great. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Anytime yeah, I can spend time with Ben is great. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Yeah, that's what, you know, we always say, like, it, everybody needs a little dose of Ben, for sure. Um, and so we, we we're glad that the show can provide that for somebody else, too. Yeah. Um, but we always start the show the same way. Mm -hmm. And so me and Ben have questions that we think are great for getting to know people. And so I'll let Ben ask his question first. Yep. I think the best way to get to know somebody is through their taste buds. What is your favorite restaurant to eat at, Brian? Wow, favorite restaurant. That's a... Tough one. I'd say my favorite restaurant is actually a, a local uh, restaurant in Lancaster. It's called Bull's Head Pub. Love right. it there. It's lit its PA. Ooh. That's okay. Okay. We had someone uh, on in the last season that gave us some local places in Philly, and I really like that because it's, it's all about that local stuff, yeah. you know? It's, yeah, it's, it is great. I love it. It's a great little pub in the small town of Lidditz in Lancaster, PA, that I travel to sometimes. Just go there and eat. It's great. I love it. I love it. So, so my question is a little more involved. I think the best way to get to know somebody is to find out what makes them angry. So what's something that makes you mad? Something that makes me mad is screaming. 
Okay. <laughs> like okay. A loud scream or something. And my daughter, I think, knows that. And she, I think, loves to challenge me sometimes. She's 12. So her, if she screams really loud, and all of a sudden, anything that's a really loud scream just makes me tense. Got you. I got you. I, I think you can relate to that, right, Ben? Yeah. Because like, we all get frustrated sometimes. Uh, I just get. When, when you were younger, though, you did not like loud noises at all. I did not like firework noises. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. There was one time we were at Hoover Dam and the bicycle went by, like the yeah. motorcycle. I had to cover my yeah. ears. Yeah, but so yeah. the story there is we were all waiting in line, and Ben really struggles waiting in line, especially when he was younger. It was really hard for him. Um, and, you know, it was like 110 degrees at Hoover Dam. Oh. And so my mom takes Ben up in the stroller and is like, hey, you know, my son has autism. He has a really hard time waiting in lines. Is there any way, you know, we can get in? Which, like, is already kind of mortifying. She really doesn't like asking that kind of stuff. Oh. Um, and she, the employee was kind of giving my mom a hard time. And, and she was like, well, I, I don't know if we can do that. And right then, a motorcycle drove by. And Ben went, ah, ah, ah. And uh, the employee was like, uh, yeah, oh, please, please, come right in. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and so it's uh, one of those things, you know, you couldn't have timed it better, but it all exactly. worked out in that situation. Oh, man. But, no, I, I, I get you on that one for sure. So, Ben, you work at Giant, right? I do. So what's the job that you have at Giant? I, I do I, – I do, I'm the store ambassador, so I'm the ambassador of Joy, and I meet, it means I get to greet people, making sure they have a good day, and I um, – what, what, what does the director of talent and culture mean for you, Brian? Yeah, no, um, for me, is I, I'm really thankful to be in this role. And what I'd say, this role is really where um, it took me a while to realize it, but this is like um, where my passion really is. So even though it, it, it's work and, you know, it's, I get up every day and go in and those type of things, I love doing this work. So for me, it's really about creating the right culture and all about hiring, about training, learning development, change management. To me, ultimately, though, Ben, what it is, it's about how can, how can my team and I create the best work experience for all our team members? That's what's most important to me, and that's really what drives me. That, that really is like, like your slogan for today's table, and we'll get into more of that. Yeah, yeah for sure, for yep. sure. Yeah, it's something I think even early on for Ben – as soon as he started working at Giant, he has a, a good feel for uh, culture, if you will, in the sense of like attitudes and behaviors. And um, it, it's much harder for Ben to work somewhere that's like, uh, I'll say cold temperature in the sense that like people aren't welcoming and kind and friendly. Um, and so he has never once had a problem working at Giant. And so we know that that must mean there's some pretty good workplace culture there. Because um, Ben's, Ben's got a pretty good sense for that. Yeah. yeah. No, that's great. <laughs> yeah. So, Ben, you did talk a little bit, just a second about their slogan, but I think you had a question about Giant, right? What is, what is some – oh, yes, I do have a question about Giant. So, what is something that sets Giant apart from its com uh, competitors? I love Giant's motto for today's table. Can you tell me more about it, what it means? Yeah, yeah. So, for today's table, is really – the center of our branding and thinking about, you know, how do we come together? Um, and whether for today's table, whether it's a family, whether it's your friends, um, coming together at the table, but we all, which is important. So 
thinking about connecting. So it's about connecting family and friends coming together. When you think about um, celebrations, celebrations usually involve food. It usually involves a table. Um, celebrations can also be, that's kind of like on the larger sense, can be a little bit small too, uh, having a smaller table. So it's really, when we say for today's table, today's table changes all the time. Um, so, you know, for me in my life, my son uh, just recently got married. So our table changed, um, which is really cool. So tables change every day, it changes. And a table could actually sometimes be in your car, uh, maybe going to a, a, a soccer practice or, you know, taking a trip. Um, so the table really changes. And what we look as the center of our branding is, that table. So that significant significance of a table and what it means for connecting people. Um, that's what's important for us. Um, and that's what uh, for today's table is really about. Yeah, I know something that was very uh, instrumental and important in our family growing up was that we always waited for dad to come home from work for dinner. Mm. Um, and so it really wasn't until college that I realized that not every family was that way. Um, <laughs> but it was something that we always did as a family was have family dinner together. Um, and a lot of my memories are from those interactions and those moments together. Um, and so it's, it's true. It's very interesting to think about how every day a table can change. Yeah. Um, and so as a company, you guys are, are fluid and moving with that to, to really, you know, be a part of that. I love that. Exactly. I love that when dad comes home for dinner and he always prays at the table yeah. and then we all, and I like my favorite meal. Sometimes I don't like other meals that I don't like. Yeah. Yeah. What's a meal you don't like, Ben? Uh, uh, fish. No, thank you. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> tofu. What, what do I tease you about? Shepherd's pie or 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 or, chi or or chicken pot pie. I'm not a big fan of them. I'm so <laughs> so Ben loves hamburgers. He, okay. he loves mashed potatoes, but he does not like shepherd's pie, which is the two things put together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so I always give a hard time about that. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. So Ben, I I don't think you're going to be working in the in the seafood department. Is that what you're saying? You don't want to do that. Yeah, no, no fish for you, Ben. I'm, I'm Drew, Drew could handle the, the stuff. The yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he's a great guy. He works at Giant. I love um, he it. He does a great job. Um, but yeah, I love Drew. I love he, it. He, we good. always talk a lot, and then my manager he goes, "Benny, get back to work." I'm like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> oh, catching him chatting too much. I know. I love it. I love it. Um, so something interesting, actually, that, that we had found when we were doing some digging on you is you started at uh, an assistant manager level, right, at Giant? Correct. And then worked your way up. So I want to know kind of like was – what which do you like more? I guess we'll start there. Do, mm -hmm. do you like working at a store level or the corporate level more? Yeah, no, that that's a great question. And I'd say they're – uniquely different. So mm -hmm. there, there are still days where, you know, if I'm visiting a store or even I'm shopping in a store and see the activity, I miss being a store manager. Mm -hmm. One, probably the store managers, I think about that role was one of my favorite roles because it was, it was the team together. We can make an instant impact into the store and how it looked, how we served customers, how, you know, so I, I really enjoyed that store manager piece of that. And to this day, I, I, I miss that. Um, prior to coming to Giant, I was a store manager of some other companies. Sure. Um, so 
for me, it was like, you know, is this the role I want to be in for the rest of my career, which I'd have been okay with because I enjoyed it. Yeah. But I was like, how can I branch out and challenge myself even more? And that's, that's what this role did for me. And for me, I'm a lifelong learner. So, and I love to challenge myself. So as I uh, had aspirations, one day someone said, well, what else do you want to do besides a store manager? And I was like, well, what do I love the most? And what I really enjoyed as people. So that's why I made a transition from store manager and then moved into HR and a bunch of other things along the way. Yeah. My career went around a bunch of different areas, but I would say they're uniquely different, but I love both. I would say the role I'm doing now is probably um, on par with my love of being a store manager. So they're equal, but bring different elements. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, I think that's huge. Um, and obviously you, you want to enjoy what you're doing right now, yeah. right? Like yeah. it, you would not want to hate what you're doing in yeah. the moment. Um, so I, I definitely appreciate that you enjoyed both and that you're pulling aspects from, from what you did before into what you're doing now. And so I guess my question that goes into the next piece of this is what, what's a, maybe a lesson or something that you learned from working your way up? that really helps you now that maybe someone who just like jumped into a corporate role maybe wouldn't know. Yeah. No, I, I would say is, um, the thing I would say the biggest piece of learning would be is it's okay to be uncomfortable. So continue to make yourself, if you want to grow, be uncomfortable. Um, there's many times that I felt that maybe I, would shy away from things that I didn't know or didn't know how to do. Um, and through the different roles that I had in the organization, and, and many of them, I was not uh, had the education or skilled in the role. It was just how you lead a teams. Um, so I had to go in there and rely on a team. So for me is really about being okay with being uncomfortable um, was the key thing throughout my entire career, which I think really led to me exploring different areas and really growing and really then understanding what my purpose is and the role that I'm in today. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, so Ben, there's something that you like to ask people. Yeah. Right. And we're actually going to make it a staple of our show. It's going to be a question we ask all our guests. Um, and do, do you know what I'm talking about, Ben? Yeah, I I'm ready. What was the first job that you ever had going out of going into high school or college? Yeah. It's the first yeah. job. Yeah, the very first job I had was with another competitor, believe it or not. And the only reason I say that because there was no giant in the town that I grew up. But I actually, my first job was working at Weiss Markets as, oh, okay. a, as a clerk. Yeah, so I started and I've been in grocery almost my entire entire life other than right after college, I had a six-month stint um, and something that I thought I was going to like, absolutely hated it and went back into food retail. So I've been um, in grocery retail ever since I was 16. Wow. That's wow. Amazing. I, uh, there's, there's a, a well-known in our family, you know, I'm sharing it live on the internet now, but it's fine. It's my story, but I, I work in outdoor fields and I've done rock climbing, uh, you know, mountaineering, backpacking, long trips, all these different things and high stress situations. Right. So I'm, I'm working with people yeah. who are in high stress and, and managing that. And, uh, for one day I worked at a deli uh, slicing cheese and meats and never, never in any of my, my climbs, my mountaineering exchanges, have I ever been more stressed than I was on that one day slicing cheese? Cause people, they know what they want 
And if they don't get it the way they want it, it's the end of the world. Um, And so I I appreciate anybody who works in any kind of food retail because I only did one day and I was already done. (laughs) Yeah, best roast beef in the world. Yeah, so it's like a a, a more like a kind of a smaller place. But we got a lot of people who you know they've been coming to that place their whole life getting cheese and meats. And I was day wow. one. I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> no, that's a, that's a tough job because yeah, you people. You, first of all, it's very demanding. Usually, it's busy, and then you have to. Besides understanding, there's like so many different types of cheese and meats. Yeah. Um, and that understanding exactly which one it is, and then how to slice it the right way, um, and how many pounds, and yep. making it right. Um, yeah, it's a. It's definitely definitely it's a challenging role. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Something that I, I didn't realize I wouldn't be great at. So, real funny story. Yeah. When I used to go to Giant and, and I used to go in there, as a kid, I said, can I have a sample of cheese? So, I used to get a sample of cheese and a sample of the cookie uh-huh. anytime I go in. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember they had, like, the, like, jar, I think, of, like, it was kind of like the cookie pieces or whatever. And so, yep. we always get some samples for sure. Acme, exactly. On the show. <laughs> yeah. But when we've, we've gone everywhere, I think – the Giant has been there for a while, it's right? It's been there since 2012. Okay. So, Ben, of course, Ben would know the exact date, right? Nice. And then the Reese's, <laughs> Ma- the Reese's mascot was there that day. Okay. Okay. Uh, what else happened that day? Do you know? uh, Bob. Bob was the manager. Bob's been there. Bob, I love Bob Griffiths. He's a he's the manager at the he, Giant. He was, he was the manager. He's just a great guy. Um, I love it. He just taught me so much. And Dan does a great job, too. Sydney, uh, Becky, all of them. Um, yeah, and a big part of that, right, is is your role, Brian, is 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 like culture development. So, do you, in that sense of 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 your job, do you work from a like hiring managers level, or like how how involved are you in that that culture process? I guess I should ask. Yeah, yeah, um, really more about I'd say it's setting strategy and sure. and thinking about the tactics we need. So. I'm, for me, it's really about understanding. Um, it is getting down in the grassroots. So, like, what are the challenges? What are the problems? What are the opportunities? And then, how can we remove those barriers? So, it, it is understanding each certain level of it is what it is. So, for like hiring talent acquisition, it's from the support center to the stores to how we hire salaried management. It's really the whole broad range. And how can we create the right experience? How can we ensure the things that we need to do? Um, need to be there so it is it is involved in many different areas um i'm not tactically involved in the day-to-day piece but more of of thinking about our broader strategy and saying if this is our culture are we doing the right things um are we creating the right experiences do we have barriers out there do we get feedback um getting feedback is important if we have hiring managers saying this isn't working or this is a challenge how can we fix that gotcha cool that makes that makes a lot of sense um because i was even now that was really just a basic question for me because i wasn't sure you know what exactly that role looked like um and that makes it different right because you know you're not necessarily working with a a core group in the sense of uh your manager overseeing a staff you're working a lot on a a broader spectrum um which can can be good and bad so um i i'm i'm jumped over ben's question but it fits here so i'm gonna we're gonna move our our schedule around a bit here but i think an interesting question that we had came up with was 
in jobs, right, there are often things you don't enjoy doing, right? Like even if you love your job, there's going to be something you probably don't want to do. Um, how do you manage that? How do you work around things or, or how do you even just get through that when there's something that you really don't enjoy about the job you're doing? Yeah, I think um, doing them first. So give you an example. One of the things I hate doing is I actually had a, a position open on my team. So I was hiring someone on my team. And at the end of the day, there was five great candidates. And I had to tell four of them, no, I hate that. So what I did is put myself in their shoes and saying, how would they want to hear it? How would they want to hear the message? How would they want to know uh, the feedback, open and honest? So really approach it that way. And what I do is I, I do it. Um, I, I don't procrastinate. I really want to do it right up front and get it done. So that way um, it's not on me all day. And it's also thinking about them, getting that response back to them in a timely manner. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it, for me, it's really trying to tackle that that stuff that's out there that, um, you know, it's unfortunate. I'd love to hire five people, but I can't. Um, yeah. So really tackling that right away. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think that's something that, that we all struggle with. Mm -hmm. And I think Ben came up with that question because, yeah. uh, you know, he's, we started this company and he's doing public speaking and uh, he doesn't like the office work. He loves the speaking work, yeah. but the office work <laughs> is not his favorite. And so yeah. anytime he gets advice about that, he's a fan. That's that's a great advice, you know, mm -hmm. like you can't like say like, how do I say this? I lost my train of thought. Well, I think what, what you do, right, is you do all the stuff you like the most first. Yeah. And then by like 2 p.m., all the stuff you didn't want to do is piled up, right? And then you're like, oh, I, uh, I, I, I think, uh, you know, I think I'm done for the day. I think uh, 2 p.m. It's a good time to wrap it up, right? Uh... <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, that's good. And really, I look at it as that's my reward. So if I do the things I don't like to do, if I do them first, what I know is coming up afterwards, I'm excited about. So I'm trying to get that those other things done and get it accomplished. So I'm not procrastinating it against those. And then. You know, I'm finishing off the day with what I really enjoy. Yeah, yeah. I really liked to join coming to the headquarters one day. That was so much fun. Yeah, yeah. That so was a great time. We got to meet your parents. Yeah. yeah. You got a question about that, right, Ben? Yeah. So, um, yeah. Oh, we we, thought, we, we can we can jump around. Yeah, it's we okay. can jump around. I'm fine yeah. with that. Yeah. So I love the part when we went to the headquarters was the cafeteria and the self checkouts. <laughs> Who would imagine that Giant had self checkouts in the headquarters? What, what's your favorite thing to eat there? I mean, Nick, one day when we were there, he said, "I'm gonna go get the soup." <laughs> and so, what's your favorite meal to eat in the in the headquarters cafe? Well, not making it easy and not to be like Nick, but I actually love the soup. Um, I I love soup. So when for lunch, something that's quick, nice, and hot um, that won't. Uh, fill me up too much during the day and just slow me down. Uh, I actually love the soup. That's my favorite thing. Sometimes I do the soup there because I'm like, oh, I love it now. Yeah. 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 No, that's that's amazing. It's funny. Ben Ben was adamant about asking that question. I was like, are you sure, Ben? He's like, yeah, yeah, I got to ask. I got to ask. <laughs> yeah, I know. He really enjoyed the self-checkouts, which is really cool because we it's really – it's a mini store. So we, we designed it like it's a – almost a really small convenience store that's ours that anyone can go in. It's open 24 seven. You pick wow. out anything you want, all self-service. And um, then you can um, just self check out yourself. So yeah. I love that. That's super cool. That's, that's really cool. Yeah. I didn't realize that anyone can go in. That's very, very cool. 
So we have a, a question actually from one of the viewers. So Susan Hartman wanted to know if you would ever do Undercover Boss. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, I watch that. It's really interesting to see that. So yeah, I think uh, it, it would be interesting to do. I think the great greatest thing that, so yes, I would do it to answer the question. And the greatest thing I like about that is, is really diving into understanding what is really happening. Because I think sometimes, especially what I'd say, the biggest thing, I think Nick Bertram does a great job of this, as well as all as our entire leadership team is really trying to understand what's going on. So we don't want smoke and mirrors, but what is actually happening and understanding it because we, we want to fix it. And if there's problems, we want to help with those problems. And how do we solve those? Um, so yeah, I think it's really cool. It's a cool show. I, I watch that from time to time. Yeah, it's it's one of your favorite shows, right, Ben? Yeah, I know the CEO Joe Mammy and mm -hmm. uh, Dan Dizio. So they were both on Undercover Boss. Yeah, that's really kind of the start of Ben's like passion for people in leadership roles and companies. Um, he, I think the first episode was a for yeah, Joel Mamby, Joel Mamby yeah. for uh, Hershen Family Entertainment. Entertainment. Yeah, and so they have a couple theme parks, and Ben has always loved roller coasters. I did. Um, and so you wrote him a letter, right? I did, and then he wrote me back in July. Yeah, and wow, so then it just cool. it started this like big snowball effect, and now Ben's you know he's got a whole wall of pictures, and I think that's how he ended up meeting Nick, yeah. right? No, Dan Dizio. Well, well, oh, no. for Giant, yeah, right? Giant. Okay, yeah. So I actually called the headquarters, uh -huh. and I found the number on Google. <laughs> and I said, "Can Nick Bertram come to our store?" And he was like, "Sure." So I talked to Tammy, and everybody was like, Betty, what did you do? <laughs> <laughs> it was the funniest thing. Because <laughs> from your perspective, right, it was this great, awesome thing that the, the, you know, the head guy is coming down, is going to go to the store. But I'm sure from a manager level, he's, he's probably sweating. He's like, oh, what's he coming like, down for? Like, what's he, what's he going to do? Go clean this up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe you can come down to our store tomorrow. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, being a pastor manager, it's not your you, – you respect and admire the president, but you don't always want them in your store. Yeah, um, right. So, but um, what I'd say, that that's years ago it was that way. I think with our leadership team today, it's – it's a completely different approach and when they go into a store um because it's more about really finding out what's what's going well and yeah and connecting and listening and um helping remove barriers so, yeah so nick bertram is on my wall i need yeah. to get you on my wall yeah <laughs> we gotta get, i got a picture of brian up there for sure uh, but yeah so you know he's got this running running wall of of lead businessmen uh or executives that are signed. So instead of, you know, not actors, not uh, musicians. I just, have William Daniels up there. From wow. 17, that is true. That's true. His favorite movie. But that's cool. um, yeah. Wow. That's an honor. I have wow. The, uh, commissioner. Thank you. I have the commissioner of the NFL up on my wall. Yeah, there you go. Got them all up there. So Ben, I know for giant company, yeah. you kind of helped get something in the store. I right? did. And I know you want to talk about that. I did so talk about that. I re bit. recently, Giant has been very grateful, and, and thank you so much for doing this. Uh, Popcorn for the People is a nonprofit that helps people in appointment with autism. Um, mm -hmm. Check it out if you, if you ever haven't had a chance. Um, they have good popcorn. Um, they, just, they have a great mission, and they just got into our stores and a couple of Giants. What do you see? Um, do, do you see this bringing into the, to the store's culture? What kind of process do you have to go through for getting this 
product into the stores. Yeah, so like, how does culture, or how, yeah, so how does culture affect product placement and and choosing and that kind of stuff? Yeah, I think this is a great example where we we continually look at products, and, and for us, it's it's those type of stories and vendors is what I'd say. First, starts with our purpose. So for us, our purpose, and we're purpose led, is uh, um, really connecting families for a better future. Mm-hmm. So when you when you think about that purpose and think about us as a venue of a food retailer, and you have someone like the popcorn for the people. The story is incredible. Ben sent me the video. I watched it. Um, and then ironically, the day Ben came up, there were samples of popcorn for the people up there. And I had one earlier before Ben got there. And um, it was incredible popcorn. So I think it's where it's a great pro- uh, product, a great story. It really, it leads into us being, um, how do we bring that purpose to life? So I think that this is one of the ways that we can do those type of things. And um, that way, it's really what I'd say is a win-win where we can have a product for our customers that is a great product, but it also does a lot of great things on the back end. So anytime you buy that product, it's really helping out a great cause. So um, yeah, it's definitely a win all the way around. So yeah, the more of those type of things we can do, our our merchandising team led by John Wayne and Rebecca and Dave Lassard, they do a great job of looking at that and their entire team's bringing those type of products in. Yeah. You know what they should make, Dan? What? A Benergy One Soda. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, we got, we got to figure out how we can bottle some of your energy first. Then yeah, I know. It. It's incredible. <laughs> if I'd only have a little bit of Ben's energy, I could get so much more done. I'm like, I, I, does Ben sleep? So maybe I can ask Ben a question. Ben, do you actually sleep? Sometimes I do, but sometimes I just get excited. <laughs> so what we say about Ben, because we get this question a lot actually at schools. People will say, is he like this all the time? And uh, my answer to that is, as if he's awake, ben, ben is Ben. But when he's asleep, he's out cold. Like they, there, there's no getting him up when he is asleep. And uh, there are many different stories, but one that I, I tell people often is me and a good friend were camping, and we decided that uh, instead of staying out, we, we ended up hiking back, and we were going to stay in the building. And as we got back to the, the house, we realized that Ben was asleep in the only bed that was there. And so we were like, oh, what are we going to do? So I said to my friend, I'm like, all right, look, you, you, you take one side. I'll take the other side. You know, we're not going to really sleep. We're just going to be, you know, all, all tight, whatever. And he's like, all right, all right, fine. So we sneak in. We get in bed. And Ben, like, shoots up. And he, like, looks over at me, looks at my friend. And I just go, Ben, this is just a dream. Go back to sleep. And he goes, Okay. And just flops back down like a brick right back onto the bed. <laughs> That's a great story. <laughs> yeah, and so when when he's awake, he's a hundred percent. But when he's asleep, he is asleep. <laughs> it's a great idea. I love that energy drink. Yeah, yeah. Idea. We'll have to uh, have to mix it. Actually, we can mix it with with. Diet Cola with lemonade. I'll say what? Yeah, what would the flavor be, Ben? Diet Cola and lemonade. Okay, because why, why? Why the lemonade? Because I love mixture. You love the the mix at the lemons, right? Yeah, and maybe we could di- oh, maybe wow. we could put a little root beer in there. Yeah, well, tell tell Brian what did you what did you do for your one cup of water today that you had at dinner? What did you do when you, we made dinner today? I put um, one cup. 
So he had a cup of water and he cut up a whole lemon. And did you use the whole lemon in the water? Yes. Yeah. So wow. he used one whole lemon in his water. That's how much Ben likes lemon in his water. Wow. That, that, I didn't know Ben likes lemon that much. That's that's a lot of lemon. Uh huh. Well, the ants taught me that. The ants. Yeah. They, every time they go to a restaurant, they say water of lemon. I'm like, oh, I guess I'll do this for now. <laughs> <laughs> um. So Ben, I think you got a question right about the yeah. the giant company. So. I'll let Ben ask the question, but I'll preface it with this. This is the imaginary world in which you have full control, right? So no one would stop you. If you had to change one thing about the giant company, what would you change? What would you change that to be? Mm, that is a great question. If I could change one thing, what would I change? Wow. Boy, you really stomped me on that one. Um, <laughs> I would, I would think if I could change anything, what I'd say is for for us is how we could maybe have a larger market area. So we're part of the Ahold Delhaze network. So um, there's a bunch of other brands. There's brands in New England. There's brands in Baltimore, Washington. So we're we're what I'd say we operate in a, a confined space, obviously. So. What I'd say is I would love to see us expand more. Um, so if I could change one thing about the giant company, what I'd say is more expansion and expanding. Yeah. Maybe we could move a little bit more west. Maybe we can get into Pittsburgh, Ohio, and start moving moving in that direction in addition to being focused on the uh, east coast. Yeah. I know Ben's excited about that, right, Ben? Yeah. Yeah? Yes. Yeah, I'm really excited because I'm hoping you guys expand. Um like I just want to tell you a quick story. So me and Richie Smith talked one day about um, doing sensory lighting for the stores. You know, like mm -hmm. dimming down the lights. And yeah. I think some stores in Virginia are starting to do that. So yeah. they are. Yeah. Yeah, I know when when we were coming up with questions, uh, one one thing Ben struggles with is he likes to ask yes or no questions, mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. in interviews isn't always the best, right? Because if the answer is yes or no, that's kind of the end of the conversation. <laughs> and so. <laughs> Uh, one of the questions Ben had was, do you think uh, Giant wants to expand to more locations? And I was like, Ben, I think we can both say that yes is the answer yeah. to that question. So it's, yeah. I, I'm sure it's exciting for him as it is for me to hear that, that that's something that you're passionate about as well because it really is. Ben would like to see that. He, he really likes Giant as a company and an organization. Yeah. I really think we can build a better future and connect with better families if we can get more and more customers coming in every day. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Sure. I think it is. I, I think it um, can really drive uh, what we do. And and I, I agree with you, Ben. I think we're the, the best omni-channel retailer out there. So, um, so yeah, I'd love to expand that more and give it to more customers and offer more, more jobs and those type of things would be great. Yeah. So let me, I'll play devil's advocate for a second. If... Uh, if you do expand into a, a, a larger area, how do you think that would affect culture for the giant company as a whole? Wow. Yeah, I think it, it would it would stay there. I think because to me is what we have from a culture standpoint, that is a combination of everything we do. It's, it's how we hire, who we hire, um, which is important. Uh, individuals like Ben, it, it looks at um, you know the values that we hold ourselves accountable to. So. I think you know culture is a culmination of everything. Uh, what we offer our customers, what we offer our team members, our values, 
our daily behavior. So I think it's because of who we are that would continue. Not that it doesn't make it, you know, definitely even the size of the company we are today, it's still a very hard thing to do. You always have to be looking and saying, are we doing the right thing? Are we leading from a purpose perspective? Um, do we have the right behaviors all the time? And and sometimes, you know, if any of that or someone has a lapse on that, helping that individual out and help coaching them. So it, it definitely becomes a challenge because you're just larger, but I think it can still be there because of who you are. And I think for us um, in 2020, when we rolled out this new strategy that we looked at, for us, it was is really about doing it. How do we do it? Um, so, you know, a lot of companies want results and that, yeah, you, you need results to keep the business going and shareholders happy, et cetera, but it's how do you get the results? And that's been our focus. How do we get the results? How do we get the results by focusing on our customers and our team members? Because both are equally important. You can't have one without the other. So I think it, it's really that focus and doing it the right way that it would be sustainable. Because that's really the whole intent of what we're trying to do is how can you sustain any type of good performance? It's through your culture and that how. So I think it would be. Doesn't mean that it's easy, but I think no. it really is um, possible. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. I love that. I love that for sure. So Ben said that, do you visit locations? Is that a part of your job or is that something that Ben has just seen because Ben gets to meet all these executives all the time? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. I do from time to time get out to the stores. Sometimes it's not as much. And obviously, you know, um, being, you know, trying to visit the stores where I, I'm looking at for them to try to help me and understand different items, whether it's hiring and how we can do better and those type of things. So I enjoy it. Um, quite honestly, it's something I need to do more of. Um, and that would probably be one of my, my challenges for myself as I move forward into this year is, is yeah, I do it, um, but I need to do more of it. And I think quite honestly, we all do because the stores are the most important part of our company. That's where everything is. That's where all our team members are located. So that's where we, we should be. Yeah, and, and even like you said earlier, having that experience, not only starting as assistant manager at giant food stores, but also having you know food retail being your experience beforehand, you understand the importance of all those levels going through them, um, and that you know that's why I kind of brought that up earlier. But yeah. the idea there is, you know, when you're an executive and you, maybe you move from something that's not food based retail mm -hmm. into giant food stores, it may be harder for them to. Um, understand each facet of, of what that culture and, and work looks like. Whereas for you, since you've seen and been a part of it all, um, you have a much better grasp of that, which I think is important for sure. Yeah. And that's something we do. I mean, for us, as we look at talent and, and, you know, it's great because for myself, I came up through food retail. I've been with Giant for 21 years. Um, so, yeah, you have that career growth, which is what we want. That's my aspirations for everybody. But there are talented individuals from other organizations that come in too, which, um, and what we do is our onboarding program is actually having them go out and work in the stores to understand that. We want everyone to understand what is the most critical element of our business, which is our stores. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, what, go ahead. I, I was going to say, um, you, you, want, you can go first. So no, I, can go, no go. I was going to say um, that April is Autism Awareness Month and last year the giant company actually got to wear ribbons and did blue and I think that was really cool 
that you guys did that. Um, it all started in our store level, and then we started now doing it at the corporate level. This year, I'd love to do it more of all the the whole company and maybe other companies as well with the giant Martins. Absolutely, and I think um, uh, Aisha Noor, who is our head of DNI, is an incredible individual and has done so much for organization. She is overseeing that. I know she's on vacation right now, so might be speaking with her, but um, I know one of the things that I'm going to be talking about, because we've talked about it, Ben, is getting together the, the three of us and saying, how can we do that more? Um, which you did an incredible job of driving that, not only within your region and the stores uh, in the support center, but you also, I know you, um, I think you uh, text or tweeted Governor Wolf and gave him word to him that day too, which is incredible. Yep. I, I, it's so inspirational. My, yeah. my dream is to get the president and the commissioner of the NFL to wear blue next year. That's, that's the goal for this year. It's always it's always the next thing, you know. It's always the 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 next I'm step. Up. To get the governor again too, Tom. Well, I think they both have Pennsylvania connections. I think uh, the commissioner went to to college in PA, and obviously Biden's from uh, Scranton. So I think you have some PA connections. You can yeah, connect with them. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you so go. I'll make some. Do you know about the commissioner? I did. I looked it up online. Oh, okay. Yeah. Of course yeah, he does. He's, he's from Jamestown, New York. <laughs> Roger Goodell. There you go. He's a great guy. I love it. I love it. Um, So if you are working right at this corporate level and you have, uh, we'll say, a 16-year-old or 18-year-old that comes in, right, to Giant and they're they're hired in, um, what's something that that you would give them advice-wise coming into the job that you think is, like, really important for the job? For the job is just um, most important at that level for the job is just um, being true to who you are. Um, and what I mean by that, we, and, and not to sound too cliche or anything like that, but we have this team promise called Be You. Um, and every individual brings their own unique abilities and skills and enthusiasm mm-hmm. to our company. So for me, it would be um, Be You. Be who you are. Don't try to you know, obviously there, there's guidelines on how we, our values and how we interact and those type of things, which are, are standards. But at the end of the day, don't try to be somebody else or don't try to, you know, look or act like somebody else. Be who you are. Mm, um, yeah. Because that authentic self is what really drives uh, creativity and innovation. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I have, I've heard a, a fun saying that is, uh, be yourself, everyone else is taken. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah, and so I, I appreciate that for sure. And that's something that I think resonates strongly with, with Ben, your mm-hmm. your view for autism, right? Yeah, I'm not afraid to tell anybody. I'm not afraid to meet people. I'm not afraid to say, uh, what do you do for work? And I love saying thank you for your service, even yeah. if it's the mailman, <laughs> the trash man, or yeah. somebody in the grocery store. I go, hey, thank you for what you do. Yeah, because each, each person truly is, 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 is unique. Yeah. And special. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's that's Ben's favorite. That's your quote for autism, right? Yep, at the end. Yeah, that's I love great. it. Um, I think you've got a question here, but we also have one from the guests, from our viewers. So uh, we have a question: What is one of your favorite things to do in your downtime? Ooh. Oh, that's a good good question. Um, what I'd say, other besides spending time with my family, like any time I can get with my family, um, is great. So that that is always number one so family time but outside of that believe it something i just started doing in november is i started uh working out 
So okay. in my downtime, I, I get very excited and enthused now. Um, not as much energy as Ben, but I, I get up every morning. Uh, four days a week, I go to the gym. The other two days, I, I will go on the treadmill. But I enjoy working out because it gives me a, a nice stress release. And plus, I need to be healthy. I'm getting older. I need to uh, lose some weight. So um, I actually enjoy it. It really has helped me uh, mentally um, handle stress or anything like that. So it makes me feel a lot better. I love that. I love that. I was going to say, when we went to the corporate office, they actually had a fitness center in there. Oh, there you go. That's perfect. Yeah, we do. That's perfect. And they have a game room, Dan. Whoa. Yeah, we <laughs> oh. sometime. I have to play some Nintendo Switch in there. Yeah, there you go. Watch Absolutely. That. Game room. I love it. I love play it. Play some Mario Party one night. I'll... Yeah. So, Ben, what do you enjoy working out in your free time? Mm, I don't, but <laughs> no, I have to do it as a as a as a citizen and as a man, so I have to do it. So so Ben is in this point where we have a, a discussion pretty consistently, which is you either need to eat less or exercise more. And yep. the the eat less I don't think will ever happen. So <laughs> the exercise more is where we're at now. Um yeah. and so there Ben definitely enjoys being physical. Um, but I think there's something about the repetition that I think Ben has a hard time with, um, which, you know, would, yep. you, you feel like isn't the issue, but, um, sometimes it's a, it's a battle to get Ben to complete his exercises. I think I can do it. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, it's I, I did it. not want to do it. And now I, I got motivated and, um, I just, the, seeing the benefits of it has really kept me going with it. But Ben, I'm like you, I don't like doing the same thing all the time. So it definitely has to change up from what I'm doing, but yeah, definitely enjoy it um, in my free time because it really, it helps me at work. It helps me with my family. So it, it's really cool. Yeah. Stay motivated and you'll be like, okay, I got yeah. this. Yeah. So Ben, yeah. I think we, you got, you have one question here and then I've yeah. got one last one after that. And yeah. What is it? What is one piece of advice that you would that you think is really helpful to someone who is feeling like they don't know how to use th their talents or gifts. Yeah, no, I, 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 no, thanks for the question. And I, I actually did this with my son. I, I talked to many people about this is find your purpose. Um, so for me, um, although I worked for the company for 21 years, is I'd say up until about four years ago, did I actually find out what is my purpose? And what I mean by that, it is what are my interests and understanding what I enjoy the most and why I enjoy it, and then putting it into place, um, finding a job or a role that really brings that together. And for me, um, what I'd say my purpose is um, I'm insatiable curiosity where I am always trying to learn and I'm curious about everything. Um, so it's funny, Ben, you know so much. I, I will look up all this. My wife says, you know more weird facts than anybody I know because <laughs> I'm just curious about stuff. But yeah. um, so this role of learning and development, how to make things better and do those type of things is really where it came together for me. And um, it took me a while to find that. So for anyone, what I say is really understand what makes you tick, what you really enjoy and then find something that brings that together. Because then, um, like, like I said at the beginning of the call, uh, uh, our meeting is that it's um, it's not a job for me. I enjoy it. I, I just love it. Mm. Yeah, I love working and I love doing everything. 
Yeah, and I think, you know, we even see that same thing like I was saying earlier with Ben, right? Like, the speaking, the public speaking you love, right, Ben? And I love working at Giant. Yeah. I love working at the Eagles. Yeah, right. And, yeah. And all those things, the, the passion behind that is what makes that job really doable. And I, I say this often, but, like, the pu- public speaking thing, I can do this, right? I'm talking to you alone. Mm-hmm. We could have a million people watching, and I wouldn't feel that because I feel like I'm only talking to you. But Ben up on stage, if it's more than 10 people, I'm sweating bullets. So, he, you know, he's up there. He's cracking jokes, having the best time of his life. Um, and so that is that big difference. I right, need to come to your person. daughter's online school sometime. There you go. Maybe. Yep. I love it. I love it. So, Brian, we always end the show. And, and the, the goal of the show, right, is we call it Ray's Typical because it's r-a-z-e-d because the idea is that ben often destroys our concept of typical and and kind of builds his own typical that we all we all function around and and enjoy and most people that i've seen that have reached levels and places where they enjoy what they do um, they've also kind of had to raise typical in their own lives Um, so we just kind of open up the floor at the end to give you a chance to kind of speak if there's anything on your mind or if there's something that you feel like you wanted to talk about but didn't get the chance to um we just like to leave that space open for for you no great no i think i I got through a lot of the questions or you know especially that that last question about purpose but considering what you talked about race typical i i like really like that and that explanation of it um and for me as i would say is just always challenging what you think is typical and, and what you want to do. For me is um, I was the first, I have, I have, I have um, two sisters um, and myself um, and out of my entire family, my parents and my sisters, I was the only one that graduated high school, um, which really propelled me to think about education Yeah. and then go to college and those type of things. So typical in our family would not be being going to college or, or or maybe working on you know a support center or working on strategy that would not typically have been my family i my family i learned a lot of great things from them like hard work and dedication and showing up every day and and you know you have to never give up and continue work so i, I had those great skills or or that great values instilled in me from my family my parents education was not one of them so for me to venture out and what I'd say typical is throw my family completely out of, out of, of sorts. They had no idea, uh, you know, why why I was doing these type of things and why I wanted to learn and do this stuff. So in my family, I, w- I was the oddball um, because of what I wanted to do and what I had aspirations to do and just that curiosity of learning, um, which really says who I am. So it, it really, um, that's, that's what made me different. But so uh, I... I what I'd say is just, um, like I said earlier, just stretching your wings, go out there and being uncomfortable, but knowing what you want to do, you know, what, what you have aspirations to do and continue to go after it and never stop. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I think it's, it's so important to, to speak on and, and be honest with that, that breaking the mold kind of concept. Yeah. Um, I think some people can kind of be, it's not even that they're consciously worried about it. It's just so ingrained that we, we kind of follow the path that's laid before us. Um, and I know I talk about this with our family pretty often, but my dad's dad was the first one in our family to like not be a coal miner. And so we had a pretty long lineage of coal miners up in Jim Thorpe, PA, 
and and he's like, I, I don't want to do that. And so he became a car mechanic, and that brought him to Philadelphia. And like, had he not made that choice, I have no clue, you know, where our family would have been or or what not. Um, and so really, it does take that one person to kind of to break that mold and say, you know, I I don't know if I want to do whatever else, continue to do. I want to I want to make a different choice. So I love that. I appreciate yeah. that. It's amazing. I, that's I did not know about that about Pop Pop. Yeah. Thanks, Dad, for working on computers. Yeah, <laughs> yep, yep, that's very true, very true. Um, well, Brian, I, we want to thank you so much for your time thank and, you very and much. being on the show. Um, we really appreciate it, and I think we had a, a great conversation. Absolutely. I, I had the best show tonight. Yeah. I, think it was I love this done. show. Um, oh, thank you. I really love this show, too, um, our new studio today. And you're, you're just amazing, and I was just very happy. Yeah, yeah, I was as well. well I- Thanks for having me. I feel honored. So appreciate it very much and uh, enjoyed talking to both of you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, and so we'll tell people that are listening, we'll uh, stick around for a bit because we're going to give you some updates on the show. Um, but we want to thank Brian again one more time. And I'm sure, Brian, I'll hear from you soon. And Ben's got to yeah. get me up to that game room in that, uh, the cafeteria. So Absolutely. Yeah. Come up and visit us. I love yeah, it. We'll, I love we'll it. find a day. We'll, we'll find a day. We'll make it work for make, sure. Meet you, meet Nick Bertram, and everybody. It'll be great. All right, Brian. Thank you again so okay, much. Thank really you. Appreciate it. Okay. Take care. Bye. Bye. Alrighty, everybody. Uh, thank you so much for watching. This was uh, episode one of season two. two? Yes, right? sir. So, uh, as we said, kind of in the beginning. We have our new set, right, that we're still working on. Mm -hmm. So that's going to kind of change and take place over time. We also have a wonderful helper in the chair who is uh, behind the scenes. Um, He (laughs) is changing cameras for us and uh, swapping stuff around. So that takes the stress off of me, which I really appreciate. Um, And if you're listening to this on a podcast, you're not seeing any of this. But that's totally okay. Uh, we appreciate anyone who's listening to or watching the show. Um, so keep tuning in when you can. If it's not live, watch the show later. We really appreciate that. Uh, ben spent some time this week putting together some social media accounts for uh, Ray's Typical. And so he'll link all those on his Facebook. Yeah. Um, I mean, and... I can tag you on them on the podcast and whatever. Yeah. But, so yeah, that... um, we... but yeah, I just created a Twitter and an Instagram page. Um Check them out at Race Typical. Yeah. Uh, all lowercase. And then Race Typical Twitter, all lowercase. Yeah. So I'll tag them and I will make sure everybody. And then also, mm-hmm. Fly Eagles Fly this Sunday. Mm-hmm. So make sure they, I hope they beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And speaking of Eagles autism, um, just real quick announcement. If anybody's interested in donating to my fundraising page, tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. is a match. So make sure you donate to my fundraising page because if you donate, at 9 a.m. tomorrow, my money's going to be doubled, and it's going to help. And it's going to help them. It's going to help the autism take awareness to action, and it's going to help people with um, finding cure or helping with uh, research and more funds for the autism. And 100% of the money that's donated goes directly to research of autism. So, shout out to Jeff Rory and the Eagles Autism Foundation. They do such a great job. Yeah, they really do. You can find a link to Ben's page through our website. Um, it's always down in the, the footer of the website. Um, but, uh, it's something that we wanted to shout out because we, uh, both as a company and as a show really appreciate the Eagles autism challenge. 
uh, and foundation and we support them for sure in all that they do so once again thank you everybody for watching the show thank and listening you. if you're not watching you're listening we appreciate that as well um, and, and we'll end it off with Ben's quote. And then I'm gonna, then I'm gonna, then I have a surprise. Okay. Having autism is not a bad thing. It doesn't characterize who we are. Everybody is unique and special, just like a rainbow. And I'm gonna do an Eagles chant. E A G L E S Eagles. Go Birds on Sunday. I hope we beat Tom Brady. All right. Thanks everybody for watching. We really appreciate it. And we'll see you in two weeks. See you in two weeks.